Hey, community members, it's again your host from Adding Chrome to your community, Leo Biscardi. Today, I have a new special guest. Um, as you know, we kind of paused our recording for 2021, and we're recording again in 2022. So today, um, my guest is Catherine. I'm going to have Catherine talk about her and her business a little bit before we get started so you know who she is. So hi. With gas prices constantly causing chaos in our lives, you need to save as much as you can when it comes to the gas pump. Check out this free app called GetUpside that gives you cash back on gas and other errands. Click the link in the show notes or use the promo code LIA9378 to get an extra 15 cents per gallon bonus the first time you make a purchase. Get on the upside. you today, Catherine? Oh, I'm so awesome, Leah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be your first guest of 2022. I can't believe it's the new year already. So um, just a little bit about myself. My name is Kat. You can call me Kat. My company is Moso Method Consulting Group. And I just want to touch on why I named it Moso Method. I don't know if you've ever heard of the giant bamboo tree before, but it is the Moso bamboo tree. And when I first heard about this tree, this vegetation, it blew my mind. The seed of this tree is so, it's actually a grass, not a tree, is so hard that when you plant it, it has to be in the proper location. It has to have the right amount of sun. The soil has to be a certain way and you have to water that, that seed every single day. But that whole year that you're watering that seed, nothing happens. You don't see any growth. And then the second year, you water it every single day. You're giving it the right sunlight. You're loving this thing, but it never grows. You just don't see it to the naked eye. The third year, the fourth year, in the fifth year, that bamboo shoots up with a rapid growth that gives you 90 feet of a bamboo tree in just over a month. So when I first heard this, it blew my mind. And I thought, oh my God, in business, this has been my mistake. I've given up too soon and not trusted the system to keep going. So that's why I named my company Moso Method because we are going to trust the system, go forward and become the best that we can be. So you're talking about how in business owners, if you, they don't see growth right away, they people tend to give up. So by waiting and actually just keep pushing forward, eventually you'll get growth. And that's a so, great- absolutely. That's awesome. I didn't even think about that. When you when I saw your business name, I was like, I know I've heard that before because I'm a former science teacher. So we talked about botany a lot. So I was like, I've heard that before. I just can't remember where it's been a while. So that's awesome. Well, I'm glad that that's your company name because that really, once you tell that story, I bet you people just flock to it because they understand, oh, that's a great concept. Well, thank you. Yes, it, to me, it made sense. And I feel like I'm a pretty average person. I work hard. And when I didn't see that growth all the time, I realized it's me. <laughs> so I hope that there are other people out there just like me, and I want them to learn from my mistakes. So tell me about yourself. I know you just told me about your company. Tell me about yourself. So I've been in the beauty industry for a little over 30 years. I am a licensed stylist. I was behind the chair for 
eight years, and then I went into sales. I've been on the distribution side. I've been in on the merch. Uh, I'm sorry, manufacturing side, and I've worked domestically and internationally. So I've had a wonderful and fortunate opportunity to see many levels of sales, so I can feel and empathize with the challenges that salespeople, marketers, that businesses run into when they're out there dealing with clients? Well, so there's a method to sales. A lot of people say you could just go out there and just ask for a sale, which works, but there's a method. And I think you talk about that method in your book, right? Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. There is absolutely a method to growth personally and professionally. And that's the key right there. It's a crossover because we are the same person no matter where we are. So being able to implement a method in our daily lives, it's almost a lifestyle, which will get us ahead. My book is called Rapid Growth. It's a six-step guide to personal discovery and professional transformation. My company's tagline is develop, um, developing people, transforming business. The method itself is called the MOSO method. And it is the fundamentals for success. So what I do is I take the vowels of the English vocabulary. So we know that six small letters in a large alphabet that without which we just wouldn't really understand everything the same way. And that's exactly what this method does is it takes what we already have in our brain because we are accumulating knowledge every single moment, our whole lives, we've been accumulating knowledge. The trick is, what do we do with that knowledge? Can we make it in a way that, can we put it in a way that we're going to be able to understand it, to apply it, to help us get ahead? So it's A-E-I-O-U-Y, and it's attitude, effort, intent, which leads to opportunity, uniqueness, and then you. So attitude is your mindset. It's about how we're going to face the world. Are we a, a negative spreader? Are we a positive spreader? Are we open to growth or are we closed to growth? Effort is that next step. And once we realize kind of where we stand, what we're going to do. So it's about getting our ducks in a row, making sure that we know what the next steps are. Intent is taking that information and putting it into action. So with business and in life, we can think about things to do, but if we don't actually implement those things, nothing's going to happen, right? So right. it's about now strategizing because strategy is great and we need strategy to get ahead in sales. That's your, your daily activities that you're doing. That's what your boss tells you is the right system in order to get the sale. But if you're not able to emotionally go through those steps, or manage your stress because you're having a client that's giving you a hard day. It's about both personal development and self-mastery and then taking those actionable efforts and move forward with it. Then what happens is we have opportunity because when we have that preparedness and we meet it with timing because timing is everything, then we have the opportunity for success, but success is never guaranteed, right? Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, Unfortunately, <laughs> success is guaranteed. But if we're more prepared when the opportunity presents itself, we have a much better chance of taking advantage of it and becoming successful. But then uniqueness, which is the next level, is what makes us move ahead because there's a thousand people that can do what I do. There's a thousand people that can do what you do. There's many choices out there. 
But the one thing that we have is our uniqueness that is going to set us apart from everybody else. And then the last part of this acronym and in the alphabet, it's A-E-I-O-U, sometimes why, this is always why. Because the one sustainability is you. We can look at these, these guides, these skills that we want to develop, and we can know about them, but knowing about them doesn't make them happen. So it's up to us, it's that accountability to make it sustainable for that successful sale or that successful future. Well, like I talk about on every single podcast I've said, when you are selling a product, you have to actually sell the experience of the product. So especially I'm a product photographer, so I tell people all the time, your clients may be all visual, they may be all audio or a mix of both. So you need to really tone in on that. And that uniqueness that you're talking about makes you stand out. Like you said, a thousand people could be doing what I'm doing or doing what you're doing. But if you have just one thing that makes you unique, it really helps you stand out from everybody else. So that's when we're talking about sales, that strategy really helps because I can knock in a thousand doors or go into a thousand DMs. And if I don't have that unique thing that makes people ask, oh, can I hear more? That's going to be a fail. So And like you said, growth comes over time. So a no can become a yes by nurturing it. And that's the uniqueness. Some people don't nurture the relationship that can eventually become a sale. So for me and my business, I offer free or trial-based processes so people get to know who I am because they don't want to just give money to a random person and be like, here, hopefully you do a good job. They want to see what you can do. And it's the same thing you're talking about is you're giving yourself opportunities when you're making those connections. I hope I kind of talked about what you said, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you hit the nail on the head. People want to do business with people that they know they like, and they trust, and they can't do that if they don't have that opportunity to nurture into a relationship. And it is all relationship based in sales usually. Yeah, because people like cold messaging works really well for my business because I can work with anyone around the globe because they can ship products as long as they have shipping capabilities to ship it to me where some people, um, they really focus on local. Like if it's a restaurant and they can't ship, they really got to work on that relationship of people that live around them. They don't want to have a bad relationship because then if you have a bad relationship with the town you live in, people are not going to buy from you or come to your restaurant. So that uniqueness, like Um, People who greet their customers every time they come in the door or remember their grandchild's name, it really, really helps close that sale. Even if that sale is five years down the road, um, like the tree, it really helps open that up, that possibility. Absolutely. Maya Angelou said it the best, right? People will forget what you do. They will forget what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. And ultimately that's what we're doing is making people feel good. So they want to do business with us. Exactly. And as from a sales perspective, because every business owner has to be a salesperson, no matter what, Um, even if you hate being on camera, you hate going in front of people and talking, you have to be a salesperson or you're not going to be successful Why do you think it's important for people to just get their 
promotion or their sales offer out there before giving that relationship? Or why do you think you talked about opportunities? How do they get those opportunities? That's a great question. You know, the thing with opportunities is that they're everywhere all the time. <laughs> I mean, they are there. And the problem is most of us have our eyes closed to them. We're not really open to what's happening around us because we have our blinders on and we're focused on one thing. But, you know, you mentioned getting your promotion out there. That starts that familiarity. That starts people understanding us because at any given time, they say that 20% of whatever your market is, whatever you're going after as a salesperson, at any given time, 20% of your call list or your potential clients are looking for somebody new. The problem is you might not be calling on them at the exact time that they're looking for somebody. So that front of mind relationship, getting yourself out there, being present, it takes eight to 12 touches for a person to bring you into the front of their mind. So if you call on somebody once, twice, three times, even four times, they might not remember you when they're ready for that next step. But if you're sharing information that's going to help them that you're not even looking for the sale, but you're giving them value added content, shooting an email, shooting a promotion, shooting information that's going to help them in their industry. When they're finally ready for that potential switch or that buy-in of your service, you're going to be the first one that they think of because you're familiar to them. Right. And if you think about it, um, it's not about convincing. It's just about giving them that opportunity down the road. So like for me, um, I, I want to, the story is I was a former teacher. Um, teachers don't make a lot of money. Most people know that. Um, so there's not really money you can save. Um, but I knew that one day I wanted to change careers because it wasn't in there for me anymore. So I kept saving money. And I said, before I go full-time and being a business person in general I wanted to hire a coach so I put money away well I didn't know who the coach was going to be I knew that I wanted to hire a coach and the minute I was like okay I'm ready to hire a coach like I feel like I'm not a religious person but God just threw someone in my lap because someone emailed me and I was like okay right time right position never heard of this person where the opposite is true someone may reach out to you a hundred times you may never be ready or may not be ready in the moment and then all of a sudden you're like oh I remember someone and it's the same thing with referrals um a lot of my clients are referrals from other people because I networked with them and said, hey, if you ever know someone who needs a product photographer, um, just let me know. And lo and behold, they come when they're ready. So that opportunity part is really important. Going back to the tree that you were talking about, sometimes it just takes longer and you can't just wait for that one client to say yes, because if you do, you're never going to make more sales. And I talk about this in one of the other um, podcasting episodes in marketing um, is organic marketing. Why ads only work when you have a specific target? So if you have an ideal client and you're trying to sell to those ideal clients, your opportunity rate is going to go up. Whereas if you're just trying to sell to everyone, you're going to have a really hard time. Am I wrong in that or do you agree with that? No, I agree with you, but I do have to go back to something that you said that just made my ears perk up and, and it so connects, which what we talked about earlier, when you were ready for that coach, 
what I loved about that story is your preparedness. You knew you wanted it, so you were, you know, squirreling away your money. If you hadn't had that foresight, then you wouldn't have been prepared when that feeling came or when that coach presented itself. It all ties together. And it's about the accountability for your own future, right? We, we know we're going to end up somewhere. <laughs> the question is, where are we going to end up? Is it going to be somewhere where life takes us or is it going to be someplace where we intentionally pivot our mindset, look towards that destination that we want and then work towards it? Because we're going to end up where we end up is up to us. Exactly. And that's the same thing. Like I was teaching for six years and they always tell you after three, you have to give at least three years because you can't see growth until after three years because you're learning the process and every year is different and all the kids are different. And once I hit year five, I was really, really struggling with the passion part of it. So I knew the time was coming that I needed to find something else. I just didn't know what that other thing was. And that's where the pandemic was bad for a lot of people. I hate using the P word, but it actually opened my, it actually opened up my eyes to a whole new part of my business I wasn't doing, which was product photography. Cause I started as a landscape photographer and I was like, I'm really good with a camera. Now I can actually help people in a different way. So it's, it's that opportunity part. We really talk about you get to pick your path. Like we have 20 bajillion ways we can go. We just, our choices decide which path we're going on. And it's really important that people understand that even if you don't get that one sale, you may find another sale two months from now that may put you on a way better path than that other one. You can't worry about the nose. You just have to keep chugging forward. I guess that's the teacher and me telling my students, like, if you fail the last test, it's okay. You'll do better the next test. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that the, uh, gosh, I can't remember the, the book, but it's the, it's the, it's the exercise where you try to get a hundred no's. Have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. It's so true. It is absolutely part of the process. And if you can embrace that, you're going to have a much better attitude getting to where you need to be. Right. And so I want to cycle back. Um, we have a few more minutes to talk about things. I want to cycle back to the growth factor talking about the tree again i'm going to keep talking about this tree because it, it's important to you so it's important to me but um that growth factor is so when you do sales is there a way to learn it like do you think people should just go out there and take classes or do you think people should just figure out their own strategy because you talked about a very generic strategy but everyone has to hone in on what type? So if someone's trying to sell clothes opposed to soaps or opposed to um, a coaching service, their strategy is going to have to be a little bit different. Do you think that they need to do trial and error or do you think there's a class that they should take? What What do you think your opinion is on that? I think that's that's a great question. And, and this is the this is my feeling on it. I believe that there is so much information out there. If we're taking just just focusing only on sales as a service, right? As an act, as a skill, sales is a skill. There's so much information that does apply to us and that doesn't apply to us. And let me explain. Basically, we're learning all the time, right? And 
one of the things I refer to in my book is it's the rebound relationship syndrome. So quickly explaining, when we're in a relationship and if we're not satisfied in a relationship, it's because something's lacking, right? right. So we move on from that relationship. And what tends to happen when we get into a rebound relationship, if we find a new significant other soon, it's generally somebody that is filling the void that that previous relationship had. But what we don't do is look for all those qualities that we were getting filled with. So now you're in a new relationship, your voids are being filled, but those things that you were filled up with, those qualities that you had are becoming depleted. Over time, now you're in an unbalanced relationship again, but it's the other things that are missing. So I liken this to sales or business in general, where Sometimes what we need to do when we're selling is learn more about the specific strategies or the specific um, the processes within our industry, right? That's the strategy. That's the sale. That's what our industry trainings can give us. But right. sometimes it's our communication with our clients that we're lacking. The ability to speak in stories, the ability to evoke emotion when we're talking with them or giving them not just the features, but the benefits of the, of the product or the service that we're offering. Trying to teach somebody what they need to focus on in their own training is hard to do unless we know what they're lacking. So with personal development, like if they do a little bit of emotional intelligence training and figure out where they're, maybe it's their communication, maybe they're not putting enough intentional effort into strategy, that's going to make the difference in their overall sale because then they're going to be able to fill the relationship syndrome, the rebound relationship void in their sales process. That makes sense. And it's, it's what my coach says too. Um, she talks about how sometimes you have to fix yourself first before you fix your business because you are your business. So some people are just not the people person. And that's where hiring other people comes into play. Like um, one of my part-time jobs uh, when I have a slow season is I'm a cold caller for a business. So I literally am a salesperson and I'm constantly trying to get those sales. And that's why I've, I've gained a lot of knowledge in my own business because I'm being trained by a person who hired me to do stuff he doesn't have time for. So it's really entertaining to learn how all those um, mindset things play because certain people, when they get a no, they're like, shut down. They're like, I'm done for the day. I'm not doing it anymore. And then some people like me, okay, they said, no, well, I need to get a yes by this time. So I'm like chugging along to get that. Yes. And people, that's something in my mindset training. If you would have asked me two years ago, if I would have sat down with someone and just asked them point blank, do you need this service? I would have never done it. But mindset training really helped me. So it, it wasn't emotional training to fill my void. I knew what my void was. I just had to fix it. Whereas you were talking about some people just have to, I think of it as Swiss cheese. You're trying to plug up all the holes to figure out where yeah. you're missing your skills. And that's what, when you were talking about the relationship, people are plugging one hole and they have all these holes everywhere else that they don't have plugged yeah. up. So it's amazing. It's so true. And you're right about sales. No is not a no. It's not right now. Simply. Exactly. <laughs>
(laughs) Exactly. It's harder, like in my own business, I'm fine with it, but it's harder when you're working for someone else. You're like, oh crap, they really need a sale. And I really need to get that. Yes. Because it's not your business. You feel like you're letting someone else down, but they understand they're like, it's okay. Like we'll be fine. Um, but as we come to close, I want to go back to your book. Um, just again, tell everybody the title of the book, where it can be found and why they should buy it. Absolutely. The name of the book is rapid growth, a six step guide to personal discovery and professional transformation by me, Catherine M. Mill or Hankley. I'm sorry. Um, I just got married last year. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. So Catherine Hinkley, and the book is the broad strokes of the MOSO method. So it takes that acronym. It tells you what the MOSO method is. It breaks it down into bite-sized pieces so you can apply it personally and or professionally for that potential growth. And the nice thing about this method is that it can apply to anything that you're going after in your life. You can find it on Amazon right now. It is going to be in, it just went into Barnes and Noble, but it's select stores. So your best bet is Amazon. And if you read the book and you love it, You can go to my website, which is mosomethod.com. I offer trainings. So I offer business trainings. I do presentations. I do, you know, leadership trainings and I do group trainings for individuals. And it's just a really easy read. It's only 136 pages and it's really understandable. Very basic, just like me. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I thank you for coming on today. Um, I hope you as listeners, as always, we will have in the show notes a link to our guest speakers information, their Facebook, their social media and all their platforms. Um, In Catherine's show notes, we'll have a link to the Amazon um, book so you can actually buy her book right from there. So you don't have to worry about Google searching. I'll do the work for you. And as always, keep an eye out on Instagram for our next guest speaker. Thank you. Before we get started, this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month Club. When the cold weather hits and the nights are longer, the best approach to a night in is a good book. I know when I joined the Book of the Month Club, it was a great decision. Because I'm an avid reader, it gave me options to new titles. Do you want to try a new title for just $5? Click the link in the show notes and get reading today. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Adding Chrome to Your Community. Again, I'm your host, Leah Biscardi. And please remember that you can listen to the future episodes every Wednesday night at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you'd like to join our community, we have a group on Facebook called Evaluate Your Product-Based Business Beyond the Brick and Mortar. And as always, you can find my information on Kodachrome Photoco, both on Facebook and Instagram. Coming soon, there is a product photography school coming, and I would love to have you join. Thank you, and have a great night.